don't be afraid of making mistakes uh, because the more successful you are, the more mistakes you will make. Uh, people who don't do anything uh, don't make mistakes. This podcast shows that Ukraine is not what foreigners see on television. Together, we will break all the stereotypes about Ukrainians so that when the flag of Ukraine is lifted anywhere in the world, everyone will know Ukraine and its unique culture because today, Ukraine has a dynamic new generation that will change the world. Hello, my name is Aziz and I have a deep connection with Ukraine. My grandfather volunteered in 1987 to help liquidate the Chernobyl chemical radiation because he believed in humanity. He was a real hero for me, and even though he struggled with cancer after that, for the rest of his life, he always told me many great things about Ukraine and its people. Then from 2018, to 2019 for two years, I began working with UNICEF in Ukraine to help build orphanages for Ukrainian children. And thank you all so much for the support. More than 155 people participated in this project for Ukraine from the vice president of the Helen Marlin Group to the vice chancellor of the UGCC to the president of the Erasmus Student Network Kiev, to the president of the World Trade Center Kiev, to students from the FLEX program, Ukraine Global Scholars, Yale University, Harvard, and the London School of Economics, to the United Nations, to interns at the Ukrainian parliament and at the Canadian parliament, to top 1% students in Ukraine, but not only them, this project is for all Ukrainians from all backgrounds. And if you wish to participate, send me a message on Instagram at aziz.future and join the Telegram channel at Kiev Future. My goal is to make interviews with hundreds of Ukrainians and the world is listening. This podcast is already top 50 in the United Kingdom, Germany, France, Switzerland, and Monaco. Top 25 in Austria, Germany, Canada, Russia, and Poland. Top 15 in Australia, Italy, Spain, and Dubai. And top 10 in Norway, Sweden, the Netherlands, South Korea, Singapore, and many other places. Because this is now officially the number one podcast on Apple about Ukraine. Together, we will break the stereotypes. Together, we will help all other countries discover and respect the greatness of Ukrainian people. And this good reputation will support the development of Ukraine, creating more opportunities for every Ukrainian to have a better life. So let's begin. My guest today is Dasha Konkova. Dasha is a rhythmic gymnast. She has been doing sports since she was four years old, and now she is a candidate master of sports. She is from the Zaporizhia region. Sports is a big part of her life. Sometimes she helps her coaches to train little gymnasts. She is also a winner of multiple competitions in oratory, 
and this year she has started learning about the Bulgarian language and culture. Dasha is very interested in learning about the different ways of life in different countries. Dasha, how are you today? Oh, hi. Thank you for such a great introduction. I'm great. Uh, today I have had a Bulgarian language lesson and a great training. So I'm full of energy and ready to talk to you. Perfect. Just say one sentence in Bulgarian. Say, hello, my name is Dasha. I am from Zaporizhia and I am happy today. Oh, I'll try. Um, I'm Dasha. Um, as um, ученичка in Zaporizhia, uh, I live in Melitopol. Uh, and as Rvea, uh, we are this. Thank you. It sounds very beautiful, the language. Maybe someday you can learn some Bulgarian poetry and do it in your oratory. And to give people some background about you, can you share the story? of your life that created and made you the Dasha of today, the important things that really created your personality and the way you think. Oh, maybe the most important thing is my, in my life is sport, uh, because sport um, made me a person as I am today. And I have been doing sport since my childhood and sport made me, um, gave me a quality and I always follow my goals and I really can't imagine my life without sport and it's rhythmic gymnastics and uh, I have been doing it since my childhood and I think it's really beautiful and it helps me develop my skills and abilities and make my body flexible but unfortunately today i do gymnastics less because i have to pay more attention to my education and uh, soon i'll go to the university and i have to study more but still gymnastics is uh, my passion and in future i hope my children will be keen on gymnastics too Thank you. That's really interesting. So if I understood you correctly, since you were a child or as you wrote four years old, you began doing gymnastics. It gave you many lessons like that you persist and keep going after your goals. And it gives you great feeling when you do it and it keeps your body flexible. And now because soon you need to go to university, you have to study more and focus on your education so you cannot do as much gymnastics as you wish but you look forward to returning to it and someday when you have children they will be little gymnasts did i understand correctly yeah yeah you are thank you and do you have some event or memory from gymnastics that really you remember and your heart feels very good emotions Maybe it's winning some competition you thought it was too difficult. Or maybe you were a little girl and you made friendships or you were with your mom and you were doing gymnastics or anything about gymnastics that is a story or something you remember that makes your heart just be faster a little bit. Oh, maybe 
it raised when it was a little girl and I really uh, couldn't win a competition. I tried hard, I worked hard as I can, but I just couldn't. But one day when I uh, went to the competition with my mom and with my trainers and a big team, uh, I did perfectly well. Uh, and I was the first, it was in, in Kharkiv, I think, and it's maybe the best moment in my childhood when I, when I win. I love that. I can imagine you as a little girl and you went to that competition in Kharkiv. And before that, you trained hard and tried everything to win, but you didn't. But you were there with your trainer and the team and all the staff. And you did perfectly and you won number one. And that felt, what was the feeling? Were you proud? Were you happy? Did you change your identity? You thought before, maybe I am not a winner. But after that, you thought, wow, I am capable of more. Or how was that emotion and change because of that competition and that memory and that winning? Oh, I was uh, really proud of myself and I was also really happy. And I understood understood that um, mistakes aren't bad uh, because uh, mistakes are a great way uh, to learn certain things and uh, in fact, uh, you get to learn the best of the life lessons while making uh, some of the silly mistakes. So it was a lesson for me. I love that. And how did you use that lesson in other parts of your life, like when studying or learning languages like Bulgarian or oratory, etc.? Oh, I just, uh, I'm not afraid uh, of talking. I can just uh, share my opinion to everyone uh, and I'm not afraid of um, don't be understanding by someone, for example. So it's a really useful lesson for me. I like that. And do you think that many people in Zaporizhia or the people you see from your experience, so we're not speaking general, but in your experience, do other people in your community have the same mindset and thought or so many people are more afraid of making mistakes oh unfortunately a lot of people maybe in our world and in my community are really afraid of making mistakes uh, but i try uh, to share my idea ideas to them and just say them that it's okay don't be afraid I love it. And one of the guests mentioned, actually, they said that because of YouTube and the self-development videos and books and the Internet, a lot of the younger Ukrainian generation, they have access to a lot of good wisdom. So they are more open minded. They make more mistakes. They're more active than other generations because of these thoughts that they can watch and listen. Did that help you? Do you think this is correct or maybe it's only for a few people or what are your thoughts about this? Oh, I absolutely agree with its statement. And due to their internet maybe and social networking sites, uh, people became more confident. Uh, they 
mm, they don't see there is um, a perfect picture. They can see different people from different countries, different parts of our world. Uh, and um, all of them are, are different. So I absolutely agree with that statement. Thank you very much. And you're very eloquent and I can sense your intelligence and to return back to your favorite most beloved thing, which is sports, and specifically rhythmic gymnastics. What is your favorite part about it? Is it in the beginning when you begin to warm up and you notice the changes in your body? Is it the middle when you do some things and then you forget all the problems and your brain stops, you're just moving? Is it maybe after when you think, wow, today I am 1% better, I noticed progress, or later when you are full of energy, like you mentioned today, you had the Bulgarian lesson and the training, so you're excited. So maybe it's after when you have a lot of energy to conquer the world or something else. What are your favorite parts when it comes to rhythmic gymnastics? Oh, maybe it's the middle of my sport career, if I can say that. Maybe because uh, in that time I was uh, I was a kid and I noticed my results and um, I didn't worry about anything in this world. I just try hard and do my best. Uh, um, just take part in different competitions. Visited a lot of towns in Ukraine, in Ukraine, and um, just 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 and uh, I noticed the results, and it, it was maybe the great part of my sport career. And actually, I don't know, I don't like the end of my sport career because I know that I can say goodbye with gymnastics, and, and that's all. Of course, uh, I will be able to do it when I was, uh, when I will be adult but it won't be like now, you know. Thank you. And I hope you do it forever, really. And you mentioned that as a kid, you didn't have to think or worry about anything. So these days, what seems to be the thing that you think about often because it's important for you or something you're trying to create or change? Maybe it's about your life, Maybe it's about gymnastics, maybe it's about university and the future, etc. What is something you think about a lot? Oh, it's uh, planning the future because it's really problem that worries not only me, but my friends and classmates. Oh, the reason is that at the age of uh, 17, uh, we have to make very important choice in our life or uh, the choice uh, of a profession. And on the one hand, I'm old enough to have my own opinion about what I'm interested in and what I'm good at. And um, on the other hand, uh, at this age, we lack life experience and our um, desires uh, sometimes uh, don't uh, coincide with our possibilities. That's why it's uh, very important to have uh, somebody to give us a piece of advice. So maybe planning the future uh, is that I'm thinking a lot. Thank you. So it's the dilemma 
of both. You're 17, so you're old enough to make your own decisions about what you want. But at the same time, you don't have the experience to know. So it's important to have good advice about the future and the planning, correct? Yeah, yeah, you're correct. And in many ways, since I know you love gymnastics, well, when it comes to education, what subjects or topics are you really interested in that you can enjoy? You mentioned a lot about learning about different cultures, but more specifically, how is that? Is it diplomacy? Is it communications? Is it history? Is it just uh, like becoming in hospitality and travel? What is the topic or some topics that really fascinate you? Oh, I'm really like math. And I studied math class and I have 10, 10, less, 10 math lessons per week. And I'm really interested in math and I can spend uh, a lot of time solving the problems. And it's really interesting for me. So um, my parents says, uh, say that it um, isn't consistent with my um, with sport, for example, or with oratory, is uh, really different from, from that. Yes, but it's so interesting now. What is to you the most interesting thing about math? And why do you think many people don't see that interesting part that you see? Oh, a math uh, gave us an ability to... Uh, to logically think in. And our teacher always says that um, you won't forget about, um, about uh, different problems, about numbers, about uh, adding and multiply, for example, in the future, but uh, you will be always, uh, you will be always uh, to, to logically think. So I really like Paris and, uh, you know, a lot of people nowadays don't like Paris and I really don't know why because I'm really interested in this uh, subject, but I even don't answer, I can't answer this question why people don't like Paris. I don't understand that. That's really cool. And so... It's about the ability to think logically. And like your teachers say, maybe you can forget the formulas and the multiplications, but you'll always think logically, correct? Yeah, yeah, yes. And why is it important for you to think logically? Oh, I think that it's really important in our life to think logically, because during the life we will meet a lot of problems and we... Um, We'll have to solve them. And logically thinking will will help us. Thank you. So can I guess that you're not a very emotional girl? Or are you very emotional? That's why you need to add logic to your brain. Or sometimes I'm really emo emotional girl. And uh, my friends uh, uh, always said that I'm really emotional and I have a lot of emotion. And maybe logical thinking balance my emotional in a certain way. That's know? amazing. Then what other things do your friends say about you in addition to saying sometimes you're very emotional? Oh, they said that 
I'm really hard working and that I always follow my goals. And um, they always say that I'm really kind and I always help them in different uh, situations. And I think that's, that's the, main, the main points that they say about me. So you're hard working and you're kind, you help them when they need, correct? Yes. And about hard working, I notice a lot of Ukrainians really work very, very hard to you. Where do you think that desire or drive to work hard come from? Is it maybe from your parents who are hardworking and you copy them? Or maybe the society tells you, oh, you have to be the best, you have to achieve. So there is a society culture to work very hard. Or maybe all your friends are hardworking. So together you have a, your own small team of hardworking girls or uh, something like that. Where does your hard work desire come from? Or maybe you have a big goal in the future and you think about it and you have a vision board and you're like, I will make it so it motivates you to work hard or how? Oh, maybe I think that hard working goes uh, from our deep history. And that's why most of Ukrainians are hard working. And maybe it's for me, this quality gave me a support and I said this recently. Uh, so I just have a goal and um, I follow it. Um, goal in the sport, goal in the oratory, for example, or goal in the future, because um, I want to, to become a successful person. Maybe is it why I'm hardworking. Thank you. And tell me about oratory. How did you be begin becoming interested in it? How did you discover this uh, discipline and begin to go for it? Oh, I just, I studied at, oh, maybe it's the third grade. And uh, uh, my teacher noticed that I'm an emotional person and I can perfectly well uh, learn poems by heart. Uh, and that uh, and then tell them and um, in our school we had uh, a great teacher of oratory and uh, my first teacher recommended me to take part uh, in this uh, in the competition so um, I did it but I didn't win and I had a goal to win in the in the contrast and I try uh, to work hard and hard and my teacher always helped me uh, and I am really pleased with this and I started to win a lot of contestants and uh, in in 2019 I became the best rhetoric in the Frigia uh, region. Wow. It's fantastic, and it's very similar to your story of rhythmic gymnastics, where in the beginning you couldn't win any competitions, and in your first oratory you didn't win that first competition, but you kept working hard until things got better, and you became a champion, correct? Yes. That's really, really interesting and cool, and I wish to ask about Bulgaria and the Bulgarian culture. What is to you the fascinating part and the interesting thing about the Ukrainian culture that is maybe different to what is in Ukraine? 
Ukrainian, Ukrainians and Bulgarians uh, have um, a lot of common thing. We have uh, a similar uh, mentality. I, uh, I don't know enough uh, Bulgarian culture because I have just uh, started this year, learned it. So maybe if you if you mind so later I will I will answer you this question because now I even can't can say it because uh, I haven't noticed first. Thank you. And did you visit other parts of Ukraine like Lviv, Kiev, Odessa? Oh, I visited a lot of towns in Ukraine and really a lot of towns, but I didn't see anything. I just see a sport gym. I just see, I just saw uh, a train and a bus. That's all because we just uh, with my team went to the sport gym. Just participate in different competitions and uh, and went back to the our to our homes. So about uh, maybe two years ago, I visited Kiev. I take part in Camp Model United Nations uh, with Peace Corps volunteers. Uh, and uh, it uh, took place uh, in Nemeshaevo. Uh, Nemeshaevo is near Kiev. And uh, after that, I and my mom went to go sightseeing to the Kiev. And, you know, I really fall in love with Kiev. And uh, I believe that um, I can... I will be able to go to the cave again. Yes, Kiev is a wonderful, amazing city. And in the world, the energy of it is fantastic. So I will ask you then, what was interesting to you about Kiev? What made you very, like the emotions or some parts or the architecture or the many people walking? Or what was so interesting? And what are some differences a little bit between people in Zaporizhia and in Kiev, if there is any? Oh, maybe we don't have a difference between people in Zaporizhia and in Kiev because we are all Ukrainians. So we have the same way of thinking. And um, the most thing I liked in Kiev, maybe uh, it's architecture, of course. Uh, I just um, go sightseeing with my mom and uh, really like the architecture and uh, uh, maybe and uh, in different places uh, where you can go, for example, after your work or after your study, you can visit different parks. Uh, so it's really cool because I live in a small town and we have just uh, a one park where we can go for a walk, for example, and that's all, unfortunately. So I really, I really like Eve. Thank you, Dasha. And I'm really curious about something because what topic or when you visited Kiev and it has many really excellent universities, whether the Kiev University of Fine Arts for Architecture or the Polytechnic Institute for Math and things like that, or Taras Shevchenko University or Inter Institute of International Relations or the Kiev National University of Culture and Art or anything like that, but you said you love math. 
What is, though, another more career uh, subject or topic for university that you think will make you happy? Maybe it combines oratory and it combines logical thinking and things like that, or you're not yet decided, you don't, you're not sure which topic in university you're interested in. Can you speak a bit more about that? Oh, early, I'm not sure that I'm, I'm decided that, uh, um, that I'm sure uh, that I'm choose my future career. So maybe um, it will be connected with um, oratory because I really like it. And um, five a uh, few months ago, I really wanted to be to be a doctor. And um, really, uh, I was never curious about medicine and doctors. But one day I realized that uh, this job uh, will be always good and useful. And um, you will be always able to help your family. If somebody is sick or doesn't feel well, you may know the reason. And you also recommended me to enter the uh, Taras Shevchenko International Relationships University. And I promise I will think about it because I really can't choose my future career. And uh, it's a really problem for me. So I don't know. <laughs> Thank you. Well, I had a guest just before you. She's from the International Institute of International Relations, and she chose specifically international communications because she likes communication and oratory. And when you finish that, you can choose many specialization from like businesswoman to international journalist to press attache in embassies to becoming a diplomat or becoming uh, someone who's like gives speeches and things like that. So they said, it's the best for them because they love communication. They love learning new cultures. They love about uh, history and things like that. So they find it very interesting. And the Institute of International Relations in many ways, I think it's the best university in all of Ukraine probably because even people who go to Taras Shevchenko, I asked someone who was a guest here, why did he go to Taras Shevchenko only, not the Institute of International Relations in Taras Shevchenko part? They said, oh, it's uh, you need better grades to go to IIR. And uh, so he can only go to the normal Taras Shevchenko, not the IIR Taras Shevchenko. So it's really cool. Anyway, about you then. Today, you are doing gymnastics. You're studying hard for Bulgarian and other things. And if you were to create a perfect day for you that fulfills you in every way, where you can do your perfect hobbies, you do your perfect activities, it is in the perfect place in the world, in the perfect weather that you like, what would be the weather? What would be the place? And what would you do in the morning, in the evening, in the afternoon for it to be a perfect day for you? Oh, uh, my my mood is uh, really depend on weather, so maybe the first weather for me is um, is sunny weather, and when it um, isn't really hot, or uh, it's a small wind, uh, and um, in the in the morning, 
uh, I would like to go to the training because our training I'm full of energy and I understand that I can't do everything after my trainings. Oh, maybe then I I would go. Oh, I would go to the oratory lesson and I would talk to my teachers. Uh, we would discuss different things uh, because I really like my oratory teacher. We can spend hours talking and uh, after our lessons, I'm still in a, in a perfect mood. And of course, we will we will practice uh, practice uh, my practice our skills. And um, then, oh, then I will go to the Bulgarian Bulgarian lesson, and I will talk to my friends. So we will maybe uh, talk something in Bulgarian because uh, I don't know Bulgarian. Uh, fluently and uh, I even can't say that I can't speak Bulgarian because I um, because I don't have enough practice and I've already started on it. Oh and maybe Bulgarian lesson I would like to go for a walk with my friends. Uh, maybe we would go to our favorite cafe in our town and then we they will go to the theater and uh, seeing your romantic comedy. So this is my perfect day. I like it. It's really, really a cool and very, very interesting day. And then also, do you do some kind of artistic activity or maybe you write poetry or you do some drawing or anything like that? Or you don't have time because you're already doing oratory, you're already doing gymnastics, you're already studying a lot and learning uh, the language. Oh, actually, I uh, I really, I'm not keen on art at all. It's like a deep for a dark forest for me. But maybe one day, um, I will learn more about art. And uh, you know, I tried, I tried poetry, uh, but I couldn't. I don't know why. I just, I just couldn't. And yeah, you're right. Um, I'm. I don't have enough time uh, for art and for write uh, poetries. Well, you're too logical <laughs> <laughs> to be an artist. So your art is mathematics. <laughs> now, that's what I believe. And do you have any really good advice for life and for happiness and maybe for success or for people who are also similar to you? They don't know what to do, but maybe it's an idea for them to try that you can share now from your heart to the listeners so that they can benefit. Oh, I've, um, I've just said about in the, you know, we interview just to... Don't be afraid of making mistakes, uh, because the more successful you are, the more mistakes you will make. Uh, people who don't do anything uh, don't make mistakes. So mistakes make you more brave. Mistakes are a great way to learn and unlearn certain things. In fact, you get to learn the best of the life lessons while making some mistakes. Thank you. Then I will ask you, because some guests said about the culture in Ukraine, that if someone makes a mistake, 
many people come and they criticize it, and that's why many people are shy to make mistakes. Do you think this is true? And what are your thoughts that protect you from that criticism? Oh, uh, it's true because uh, a lot of people do it. Uh, and uh, I also um, I also saw that problem. But uh, just, uh, just uh, don't notice it. Just uh, do uh, that you want to do. And uh, don't uh, notice their uh, cretinism. Thank you very much. Dasha, can you finish with, like, if people want to follow you, to communicate with you, or maybe if you're involved in any projects that people can learn about more, or just to become your friends, what are the best social media or way to communicate with you? Oh, uh, I really don't know because I not spent a lot of time in uh, social networking because I just don't have enough time for it. But maybe it's it's Instagram, you know. And well, this is perfect. Since you don't have a lot of time, yet you're very productive. What is your secret of productivity? What do you think is necessary or the right way if someone wants to be very productive? How to do it? How to prioritize? How to organize for maximum productivity? Oh, it's a difficult question for me because I, I really don't know how I can do a lot of things uh, in a short time. Uh, it's uh, it's just my speciality, you know, and it uh, goes since childhood when I started uh, started doing sport because sport is a discipline. That's that's all that I can say. Just uh, just going for sport. Yes, go in for sports and all your children, before they're four, take them to gymnastics, right? Yeah. And okay, yes, I like this. I'm going to ask this question. Do you believe champion in gymnastics, it's a lot about the genetics of the person? Or can someone without perfect genetics, but with very hard work, succeed in it? Because... Many people will say, yes, hard work, you can make a lot of progress, but to become number one and a champion, really, you need both hard work, but a lot of very good genetics from your mother and father for perfect gymnastics. What is your opinion about this? Oh, I strongly believe that uh, the secret of success is hard working. Um, and, uh, of course, uh, Talent, uh, talent is an uh, important thing, but uh, isn't as important as hard working, uh, because you can get more flexible. Uh, you can you can keep uh, your you can get fit, uh, but uh, by your hard working. Because and if you're a hard working person, uh, you will success will have success so i strongly believe that hard working is the main scene and isn't only in rhythmic gymnastics but uh, in all cases in this world thank you very much dasha it was my privilege and i really enjoyed this very much so i wish you a great day
Thank you, I too. Have a, have a nice evening, have a nice day.